The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. Hear ye, hear ye, all those that listen, my nameth is thy wolf. You sound like one of the knights that say, Nee. Thank you for joining thy podcast. We are here to discuss nonsense, sponsored by unknown energy drinks. And? Alcoholic beverages. Yes, very opaque. Alcoholic energy drink. Alcoholic energy drinks. Why aren't you? Why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you speaking in a uh, in a voice? You know, you You're need to turn to up my gain a little bit. There you go. I can, oh, cool. You okay, know. cool. Yeah, uh, maybe we should go back just through the whole medieval thing. You should have got on board. I, I don't. I can't. You, know, ah! you think I can do accents? What is the problem? I believe. I believe. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I believe. By degree of the no, king. But you know, we got you. Got to you. Got to go straight into the witch patrol. Oh. Is it's she a witch. witch? It's a witch. Let's put we her on the scale. If she matches with a duck That's right. and floats, she's a witch. And if she sinks, she's a witch. Thus, she is a witch. Human being. Human. <laughs> <laughs> with well, rights. You know what? I, I kind of getting tired of the term human being in the first place. You know? I, I think we should just rename ourselves human doings. Or when you're on the couch, you're just a human potato. Yeah. <laughs> I think that makes a lot of sense. Hello, everyone. All of our cult followers. Hello, Mr. Wolf. All four of you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the Wolf and Bull podcast. Uh, episode 31. I have, well, actually, it's technically the Wolf podcast, which is oh, now. Oh, here we go. Wolf and Bear here we Wolf. go. And now. You go off and to find some some nice little meadows. Gallivanting grazing, around the world. Yep. You do a little bit of this, a little mm-hmm. bit of that, and you're forgotten just like that. Well, I understand when yeah. Wolf is here. Yeah. She's here. That, you know. You turn. You, here's, here's the comment from the audience. Bull who? Yeah, yeah, who? Bullshit, bull who? Exactly. So in episode 31, we are revisiting, again, the topic that we have really been beating around the bush. This entire collection of episodes, this first season, we've really been beating around the bush of really who is, who's the bull? It's a mystery. Who is? It's a mystery wrapped in an enigma. What is the purpose of the bull? Like, what (laughs) What is the, nobody knows the purpose of the bull. Um, But yeah, episode 31. uh, Actually, there is only one purpose for a bull. Procreation. Oh, that's God. all it okay. is. Well, that's all. The bull stands up there. Oh, yeah. I, you know, we're going down the wrong road. Which is that's only okay. two minutes in. That's can't fine. go down that road. We always go down that road. Um, if you like what you hear, go ahead and give us a follow. Um, you know, mm. obviously, we think our family should grow, but we, of course, are biased. So we want you to test us. Not only a family. Okay. The wolf has said this Cult. several times. There you go. Cult. That's yeah. the real word to use from now on. Yeah. None of this beating around the bush. None of this bullshit. Mm-mm. We're going straight for cultism. We already got a personality in in the wolf 
that can well maintain yeah following oh, of four i think you said right there's your wolf pack a pack of four yeah and, and yeah and i think that the cult should grow of course as i said a second ago we are biased so you know test us if you like what you hear you know give us a five-star review on apple podcasts follow us on uh instagram uh we're also on spotify which is where a predominant amount of the people who are female demographic by the way so so nice thank you so much for joining us today um <laughs> did you hear his voice yeah, I, gentle I'm there for gen- a moment yes, yes he had the gentle fulfilling voice. i'm fulfilling all the and of course bags. there is a website now right mm-hmm the wolf and bull.com yes, right yes see which, see that's why we need you here because you remember all the things and i just talk out of my ass most of the time yes which yeah. is very squeaky and sometimes stinky that's a good phrase <laughs> good t-shirt there squeaky but sometimes stinky um but yeah thanks so much hopefully you enjoy this episode a uh, little bit as always with all of our episodes laid back and not planned at all uh researched at the last minute really um, this is because i you know sometimes bulls have wings and that's a named energy drink, so we won't even mention that. Yeah, but not even it, never I, once I touched. My winged lips. my way in mm. for a surprise visit mm. back from my world traveling, as it were. Yes, where did you go? I where hath went, Where hath I been? I went on a on a quest, a quest for a vision quest, the Holy Grail. That's a what I did. Quest for the Holy. I Grail. went there and I found. A little rabbit at the end of it. It's just a rabbit. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, we're oh, not filling you. You got in. it. Come on. No, we're not. It, it doesn't. Everybody really. If you want to belong to a cult, you must go see Monty Python. Go see Holy Grail. Where are they showing that lie? Go see. You, you just click a button in online. Any, well, it's, you, it's, like, <laughs> it's, you need to go no, now. You need to go right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't Form get groups. You can't go on Fandango, though. They will not have it on petition, Fandango. Petition the movie theaters. <laughs> no, you can, you can still see that. It's the same place you go to see. Uh, what's that, uh, what's that um, one with uh, meatloaf in it? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I have uh, no idea. Wow. What? Yeah. You uh, have never seen uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? No. No, I haven't. Are you kidding yeah, me? Seen it, yeah. You know, I, I this isn't even dating myself. Those are cult classics. I know that one is, Rocky and I'll Horror take responsibility for that one. And you know, and yep. uh, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, I hear you uh, when you're away from the mic. Like yeah, that. no, it's okay. I, I was adjusting. Now, if I can hear myself better, I don't care um, if you're adjusting. Wolves. I have can to do adjust. all kinds of gotta adjust. They're very limber. Yeah, we really are. Uh, it's, it's honestly disgusting yeah. how limber sometimes we you are. get a little fur in your all the time, right. every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, also, I have never joined the Church of Scientology. That's also a cult classic. Um, <laughs> that's I, an ongoing I, cult yeah, classic. It keeps going. Um, uh, and I also never. You know what? That's probably a podcast in itself. We really ought Church to delve of, into that. But everyone talks about the Church of Scientology. Yeah, but they don't know it from the inside like I yes, do. Yes, they do. Remy, what's her face? I never what's told her name? You? Uh, what's Remy Martin? No, that's, that's a, a drink. That's a drink. <laughs> that's a, that, Remy, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Remy, 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 Remy Miss Remy. Remy Laura Remini. No. Laura Remini. Not no. Laura. It's uh, Lena. Lena. Leah Remini. Yeah. Leah Remini. Every, she's, she's done a great show. She's made a, a second she, career out yeah, of just she slam dunking. She's too good. Guys. There's nothing yeah. we could say that would contribute really in any way. And, you know, obviously with everything going on with like YouTube and online copyright issues, like you have to be transformative. And us just like laughing at it is just not transformative anymore because everyone laughs at it. I'm sorry. Oh. If we have any Are songs. Are we trying to be transformative or are we no, just trying to have fun? It, it's transformative fun both transformative okay. fun 
Transy fun? Trans fun? Trans fun. Yeah, okay. we're trying to that's be trans fun. Um, which, <laughs> which, that's a... Don't look that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't put that in Google search. Yeah, so uh, one one of the topics we're going to talk about today, uh, obviously, is the news. Um, could you do it appropriately so Beowulf knows how to, the cadence? Oh, I don't remember. It's been so long. There we go. Yeah, that was really good. I, Bay tried to do it. Bay. Bay. God, Beowulf Bay. tried to do it last Bay. week, and it was just... Bay. What which was I said her name, by the way, so I don't even know why we use pseudonyms anymore. Like, we, everyone knows who we are. We have a full website. What are you talking about? Who we are, are you? I I've never know. met you. I don't know. No idea. You're the unknown Ooh. wolf. You're the Ooh, dark wolf in the. Who is that girl <coughs> I see? The, uh, like that? I, I Mulan? Think, like that right there? Do you know Deep Purple? Do you remember that band at all? The band, yeah. Smoke on Water. Okay. Bam, smoke, bam, smoke on the Water. Bam, the only. No, that's CCR. That's smoke that was Deep Purple. Deep Purple was not Smoke on the Water. That was smoke CCR. On that's water. Smoke on the Water. Is deep Smoke purple. On the is, I said is they like the color deep purple, nope, but it's no, CCR. The band, no, the band <laughs> Smoke on Water was written by Deep Purple in the 90s. It wasn't performed like, no, yes. in the 90s. You don't know what you're talking about. 1972s I was going to say, 90s. 90s, but I, uh, 19s. So you, 19s. Um, I thought Smoke on the Water was uh, Credence. No, no, Smoke on Water is Deep okay, Purple. Well, you want to know why right. I know that? But I, I, Uriah Heap. I used to listen to like crazy. Oh, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, matter of fact, you ought to get Beowulf on that. Am I making noise? Yeah, you're making too much noise. No more clomping. It's just hooves. Yeah, well, no more clomping. I can't. I can't get rid of all the cloven animal. I know. That's a great effect. Cloven, cloven, cloven animal. A clover animal. Do you like clove? Um, cloves, cloves. Like, like garlic cloves. When you were a youngster, when you were just a wee wolfie, did you smoke cloves at all? No. When I was growing up, all the girls, oh, we got to go smoke some cloves. Smoke cloves. Like smoking cloves. Clove cigarettes. Oh, Clove cigarettes yeah. was a big thing. Yeah, no. That, see, yeah. if you had a left... That was, that was like the, the female version of the male Swisher Sweets. You know, the I guys thought Swisher go, Sweets were the female version of the male cigar. That's exactly right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I How probably said that, that backward, but... Have I been it, living a lie? <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> You've been living lots of You mean lies, to tell right? me that Coors Light is the, the male version of Bud Light, which is the female version of of Miller Light, which is also the male version of, of Guinness? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Of By what? the way, speaking of stuff that doesn't make any sense at all, uh, did you know, and this is terrible I relative. I knew that already. This is relative math, and it makes me feel old, so congratulations. Is it relativity math or relative math? 2021, I saw this on a meme today, so for those of you who have seen it, you're welcome. You're in the same universe as me. 2021 is to 2000 as 2000 is to 1979. As far as time. Yeah. No, it makes me feel old. Yeah. yeah I feel, it makes me feel old. So what does that make you feel? Do you feel just pain? Like, is it just never well, ending? <laughs> is, is he just living in like, a, just a vortex? Me feel like Methuselah, a man. A vortex of wisdom. Well, you know, and <laughs> the thing is, is I've, I've decided just recently, as a matter of fact, to try to deconstruct the, the term, not just the terminology, but the philosophy around time yes. itself. Because it's, it's just a human construct, mm-hmm. as we all know. Yeah. And since we're neither human or... Well, we're kind of cartoon. We're not a construct either. We're a construct. Are you pitching me a restaurant idea right now? I feel like you're pitching me a restaurant idea. I'm trying to deconstruct time, and I'll do that by deconstructing. Well, and, egg and then what lasagna. we'll do is we'll name the restaurant <laughs> a point in time in its T Y M E. No, you know I like that. I like it, but it's also a little. 
little too cheesy. Kind of reminds me of that Keanu Reeves movie. You know, you know that what, may remind you of that. that but do you realize just a little cheesy? Ask, ask my ask Mrs. Bull because when have you meet her next time, yeah. where I propose to her somewhere in time, point, which was the movie by Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that, somewhere that in wasn't time. Keanu Reeves. That was Chris Reeves. Uh, somewhere in time is Chris Reeves. Are you serious? Yes. How and can that you was, get deep purple that was wrong? In, in Michigan. Uh, wait, no, no, In Michigan no. filmed on Mackinac Island. No, it, it was Chris. It was Chris. Reeves. And where was That's it filmed? That's a sad Where movie. was it filed? Uh, somewhere in time. <laughs> it was in. I said where, not <laughs> That's that the same. Because time's all, not real anyway. It's it's everywhere. Time is anything and everything. Just like as everyone knows. Mackinac Island is where it was filmed. Have you ever been to Mackinac Island? Yes, I have. They got unbelievable. Why is it called flash. Mackinac Island? It's an island, and it's Mackinac Straits. Up between, it's in, it's on the um, east side of the Mackinac Bridge, mm. going from the upper to lower peninsula, Michigan. Yeah, and you can take a ferry out there, and there are no cars anywhere. Mm. Horses, bikes, that's it. Is that because they don't have cars? In no, Michigan? it's because you go back in time. Oh, that's why they yes. filmed it there. They actually went back in time. Mm. Right there to a place where they couldn't have cars, they could have horses and bicycles. I thought it was, was back just in the late eighteen hundreds. No, it's actually doesn't true. Manufacture in Detroit anymore, which is why Michigan is known by most to not have cars, well, or running water. GM is or electricity. I don't even. They call it General Motors. There got to be a better acronym for that. I mean, do you remember when? Because when I was young, you'd get a Fiat, which stood for Fix It Again, Tony. That's what Fiat yeah. stood for. Uh, really? That was the joke. Right? Yikes. Cause Different time. Anthony was kind Somewhere. of an Italian name, and Fiat yeah. was an Italian. Chris Reeves was on in movies. Chris Reeves He's was dead. Italian before he changed his name to Reeves. Yeah, Chris Reeves is dead. I, I knew that, too. <laughs> and you know why? Because he fell off a horse. Somewhere in time. He <laughs> <it> was exact. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Halfway as he was jumping over the, uh, we can't laugh about this. You want to know why we, we can't to laugh, laugh into about this? The mic, by the way, you, no, it's, it's it. okay. Echoing in the background. You want to know why we, 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 we can't laugh about this? You want to know why we can't laugh about this? Because there's why? other things to laugh about. Chris Joshi, Reeves was pretty cool. He was pretty he, cool. He, as as he Superman. shouldn't have been wearing the cape on the horse. That was the problem. In the tights, that was a little too much. You, know, you are better at the puns than uh, Beowulf is. Um, with <laughs> with other things that are funnier than Chris Reeves falling um, to his demise somewhere in time. Can we talk uh, about Juicy Juicy Smollier or oh, Jussie Smollett yeah. or New Juicy uh, Smollett? Jay Small he sounds like something you would like him. put together and put over a fire to melt something. That's you the know? point, yeah. That's, and look, we are obviously, we're saying this from an incredibly ignorant, bigoted position, just what? as who we are. I've never are watched Empire. About? I don't know Empire. I'm bigoted towards Empire because I don't know Empire. Empire was about a, a record company. Well, actually, no, ignorant, not bigoted. Why am I saying okay, bigoted? I don't know Jesus what Christ. the bigoted is. Well, I'm canceled now. God, yeah, fucking shit. What are you shit. talking about, Empire? Well, was... Jushi Smollier, J. Small, commonly referred to by his friends, because um, I know him really well. Uh, he uh, J. Small, the red hat wonder? Yeah, he's guilty as he should be five out of six charges hey yay hey 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 hey, hey. i always innocent said innocent when proven, proven guilty not when innocent when, no when proven innocent guilty. when proven innocent, guilty no. yes that's exactly what it, it's no longer oh no, it's that no. means you're innocent all the time no matter whether you're guilty or not you're that's innocent. my point that's my and point and you know what the difference between innocent and guilt is the construct of time because without that who would give a shit? Of course, here's Chris the thing. If you're, gonna, if you're going to plan a doofus move like, like Smollier did, you don't plan it on the coldest freaking day of the year in downtown Chicago. At 2 a.m. while getting yeah. a Subway sandwich. Right. That's legitimately it, his excuse. It, 
I need a Subway sandwich at 2 in the morning. The question I have. two red-hatted giant well, thugs from, from with, what, what, they were from Somalia or something, right? No, they His were buddies? white guys. No. No, they were white guys that beat him up, yeah. No. Yes. Were two, I'm talking. Who I'm, are the two guys? We're looking from, through the eye. Let me paint you a picture. We're looking through the eyes of a oh, man. Oh, I see what you're saying. Who wanted okay, a was, Subway sandwich. You did that too deadpan for me. At 10, at did 12, way at too 1, at 2 a.m. in the morning. Well, As everybody needs a Subway sandwich. I've never. And you heard their tuna. With I've the never not had a Subway. I only get tuna when oh, I go out at 2 a.m. No, I, every you time. You got to read about Subway and oh, tuna. No, I don't they care. discovered yeah, all no. kinds of. That's fine. Skipjack and other stuff. Yeah, now. no, it's okay. Because um, that's when I get Subway sandwiches at 2 a.m. And it's only the tuna sandwich. Okay. The 2 a.m. tuna. Well, as, as long as it's the 2 and 2. The 2 a.m. tuna. But hey, you can tune a fork. You can't tune a fish. Yeah, I know that one. Um, yeah, so Jay uh, Small, I'm just going to refer to him as Jay Small. J- Jesse Smalls, um, was convicted Thursday of staging a hate crime. Uh, Thursday's today. Whoa. Convicted today of stating, staging, stating both a hate crime. He was found guilty. He, he was not. He was found guilty. Yeah, five like, out of six. I don't know. The, um, the, is the correct terminology you found guilty and then. No, it's you're guilty when and no. once you're sentenced, you're convicted. No, innocent when proven guilty. Um, nearly three years after he claimed two Trump-loving bigots <laughs> beat him up. Uh oh, they said bigots. <laughs> Tied a noose around <laughs> his neck and doused him in bleach in a misbegotten bid to raise his public profile. Misbegotten is a word that the New York Post has decided to use. Why did they choose that? Because word? they find their writers. It's as- just a misbegotten situation. <laughs> It was just a, a small little mistake. Yeah. Mis- Chase Smalls was misbegotten. Twelve jurors, a part of the f- infamous robber baron Chicago Criminal Court Administration, <laughs> <laughs> found the disgraced actor guilty of five. Guilty. Nay, guilty. Six he's counts a, of felony. He's a witch. He's a witch. Um, disorderly conduct for filing a false police report following a testimony from 13 wis- witnesses. Oh my God! So they, what do you think? Does he get a no, slap on the hand? Wait! Oh my God! They—that's why they got it right. They went to the twelve apostles. Apostles. Jesus Christ! The twelve apostles. That is what I just said. Mm. They went to the twelve apostles. The, they went to the twelve fossils. Oh my God! I'm just gonna the quit fossils. as a human being. Holy crap! The twelve disciples. They went to them, and then Mary Magdalene, and that's how they got this. Thirteen. Lucky number thirteen, Tom Hanks. Well, if, he I was, was right. Say, if Dan Brown gets involved, they were you know right. who the thirteenth apostle is. Jesse right? Small, yay. Is he Jesus? Is <laughs> <laughs> whose empire is that? Uh, hmm. um, oh. As the jurors read out the verdict, Small Jay Smalls, uh, a thirty-nine-year-old man, that. who wears a thirty-nine-year-old man who wears a mask outside, um, stood huddled with his attorneys and kept his eyes trained steadily. On the panelists, focused. He's focused. Remaining stoic. Focus, oh, Jay Small. Who the focus? Jesus. Remaining stoic as a phalanx. Phalanx of family members who watched the eight-day trial from the front row of the gallery sat frozen. Who wrote this? Shit? A psychopath. Guys, look. Uh, side note: As I've always said, you know, journalists. It's if a we phalanx have, symbol. Oh my god! If we have <laughs> any journalists that listen to us, look, you're probably a good journalist. That's why you listen to us. Um, <laughs> they, any they're sitting them, around making yeah. corrections to our diction right now. I am broad stroking. And of course, when you talk about diction, you really are talking about a phalanx. 
foul, 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 yanks, phallics. Don't yank the phallics. Yikes. Uh, so, yeah, this whole situation is hilarious. Uh, you know, the actor who took more than an hour to return to the courthouse to hear the jury's verdict, he went to practice. <laughs> he went to take take some time. He's, he's out, by the way. Guys. He's out on, oh, yeah, no, on bond yeah, still. Yeah, he, he'll, they, I don't know if he's going to get uh So he now faces up to three years in jail. Um, his practicing of coming up with another story in which two white men in MAGA hats uh, beat him up in the bathroom while he was on that hour break from the courthouse waiting for the decision didn't really work well. Um, so, you know, he's facing up to three years in jail. He was later seen embracing his siblings. Oh, I don't know why they're sympathizing with this. Um, well, actually, I do. I know why they're sympathizing with it. But anyway, uh, following the verdict, Smo- verdict Smolier, uh, lead defense attorney, Nanye... I'm not even going to try. Don't even try. That. Yeah, you the know, lead defense attorney um, said the actor plans to fight the conviction on appeal. Mm-hmm. His exact words were, he's committed to clearing his name, and he's 100% confident that he's going to get cleared by the appellate court. Hard stop. Yeah. He also claimed at that time that his attorney was in the process of beating him senseless <laughs> yeah because his attorney's think, a racist every time i turn around somebody's beating me up and no you know you know the problem i see with a lot of the, number one i got to give the court system some some kudos here over the yeah. course of the last uh, month or so we got it there's right been, one there's month. been like the arbery case this case oh, yeah. right now mm-hmm. they, they they actually did their diligence these people that were pulled in for juries actually thoughtfully went through a process yeah. and came up with a, a solution. Obviously, I agree with those those particular three that mm-hmm. we're talking about, but it doesn't even matter. They they came up and in, in, in looked at the information and by the, the rule of law came up with the decision that makes sense. The problem I worry about today through all of this is that we're we're traveling down a road of of such nonsense and and you know that history is written by the winners all the time. Yeah. They're written by those that that twist reality. I, I I read something the other day, or saw a video or something like that. They were talking about how reality cannot be changed. It's reality is just reality. And I went, no, it can. Yeah. Because what we look at in this very moment is Somewhere our reality. What we look for to the future is a reality we'd like to see. But mm-hmm. what we see in the past is always tainted by our own biases or those that create the narrative that shows us our history. Sure. And it very much frustrates me because what I worry about today is that our society is open and free as I'd like to think it is, is going down a path that closes that door. Mm. Not just not just the, the Overton window, as they, as they talk about, of, of conversation and um, debating with each other to try to find common ground, but it closes it to a ground that is not common, or it's been said it's common over and over and over and over, driving people to believe that this is the real thing and that everything else is not real. Yeah. And that's the challenge when I look at a lot of these things that are going on today that I wonder if we can get through this. I really do. Yeah. And it's, I mean, obviously, a lot of people feel that way. I think a lot of people that have, um, you know, some semblance of a brain, which is everybody, uh, at least I'd like to think that's the case. Uh, and so I'm going to think that's the case. Uh, most people who have brains, which is everybody mostly who's born, um, there are outliers in which people are born without brains, but then they don't live very long. So that doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to be like, okay, well, this is getting a little weird. You know, why are we getting down this point and so fast in a matter of, uh, what is it? What is it? 500 
25,000 600 hours from rent. rent. What well, how many days is that? Notice you had to sing how, how, that. How to many days? I got it totally wrong. It is like did, 365 days or something like that. Yeah. So that's exactly rent's right. wrong. We've been in we've been in pandemic mode for more than their song. Um so, <laughs> so and that's um, going to continue to go on. I mean, well, you know, yes. The, the, yeah. You know, we got to go back and get the the G version of the disease first. What are you talking about? What I don't what what I don't what what are you talking about? I, I don't understand. I, I do not Uji. understand. Huji? Um, <clears throat> yeah, and Uji. you know, Uji. I don't know. I, I think that we're in an interesting uh, a point in time. Someone uh, say oh, somewhere oh, what? in time. Uh, um, what in time? Somewhere in time. Um, Christopher Reeves. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. Um, <laughs> he fell off his horse. He uh, he would be uh, honestly if we were to consult the statue or. Nay, if nay, nay. isn't that what he? That's, that's what his horse nary. said. That's if we, what his horse said. <laughs> uh, if we were to consult the statue of Christopher Reeves that is now locked up um, and probably being, you know, melted down for some other art project, as is the Thomas Jefferson statue, um, mm, as probably. of this last week. It, no, it is, um, which is nice. What? Oh yeah, uh, no, not Thomas Jefferson. Uh, is it Thomas Jefferson? I've got to look this up really quick. Because uh, there was a statue, Jefferson Davis, maybe. Mm, no, it's a, it's a. Well, it, Thomas Jefferson held slaves. As did one statue Washington. that, uh, that what's his name? He who must not be named. Voldemort was Voldemort, i.e., Mr. Trump. Oh, who was right about, about everything about the statues? Um, so Jefferson's been removed. From For, I think we talked about this. He's been no. removed from Monticello. No way. No, he's been removed from the New York City Hall. So he so he's removed from New York City Hall after uh, it honored an enslaver, right? And it's going. Let me look. Um, it they're is putting him going, in museums. That's they're, what they're putting doing. him in a museum. But that, there is one, and I think it's either Andrew Jackson or you know what? It might be Stonewall Jackson mm-hmm. that is being melted down. See, um, know, why can't we as an as as human being doings? Why why can't we Human watch and honor what people have done mm. instead of who they were? Because well, look, every human every human is a a mishmash of good and bad. Like, every single one, like of Jay them. Small. You know, he's really really good at acting. He's really really bad at lying. Um, I don't think he was very good at acting either. Apparently, he from was what on I heard for on nine seasons. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a long time. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, the most we could say about Jay Small, my my homie, my guy, my my dude, um, he uh, just really like Alec Baldwin. If Alec oh, Baldwin God. is guilty, very well put. If he is guilty, I think I should just end it there and not say anything else because yeah. I have feelings about Baldwin. Not. Bad feelings, emotional feelings, feelings of love, adoration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got feelings. I've got feelings for Baldwin. I got the honestly. feels for Baldy. Hey, Bal- I mean Baldwin. Hey, hey Baldy, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> I think you did it. <laughs> but uh, that's just my opinion, Baldy. I think. Uh, I think well, yeah. I don't think it's more than I thought he did it. Might, he did it. He admitted doing might it. Might have right? pulled a trigger too. Um, it was a remote uh, control gun. That went that off. The that NRA put into his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The NRA Aye. put it there. Um, but yeah, I can say about Jay Small. You know, a good thing that he was found guilty, as you said a second ago. The justice system, 
believe it or not, even though after the two years of everyone saying without evidence that it is broken and should be thrown out, believe well, it or not, it actually does sometimes, well, he, almost never, but sometimes work appropriately. Well, here's here's the problem with that, though. The the original, I forget her name, the, the DA in Chicago, dropped the charges. The I think her last name was oh, Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the new DA is the one that reinstated them. Yeah. So the, the problem really comes as to how... We're bringing forth these elected officials. I mean, wasn't it today that the Senate confirmed that gal in Massachusetts to be the head DA for the state of Massachusetts? And she's a just a nut job. She's uh, I, 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 I forget her name, but yeah, it was it. a 50 50 tie and Kamala Harris broke the tie um, to confirm her as the head head attorney for you know, uh, taking care of federal law in the state of Massachusetts today. Senate, Senate attorney, right? Senate, not a Senate attorney, Senate no. confirmation of the, of the, uh, I think district attorney general. Take, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Mara Healy. Uh, mm, no, I think Massachusetts, not the attorney general. This is a confirmation today. In Rachel Rollins. Mm, will be the first, will be the U S attorney from Massachusetts. Yes. There the first you go. Black right woman there. Hold office. Yeah. Right, right, right. And and <clears throat> she, who has an Irish father, by the way, and who has, has impersonated a police officer yeah. and done a whole bunch of all kinds of different stuff. And I, I don't know. Well, as I that, said, but. you know, if you're guilty, you're innocent. Was that what I was saying? Innocent, innocent. guilty <clears throat> until proven Innocent until proven guilty. In you're innocent when you're guilty. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were trying to say. <laughs> and, and I was like, "What is he talking?" And about? you're you're guilty when you're innocent. Um, yeah. And look, I don't know much about Rachel Rollins, so I don't know what I could say about that. But the one thing I can say about Juicy Juicy J Small, mm -hmm. the last thing that I'll say because I'm tired of talking about this guy. Uh, mm -hmm. So funny that every single person um, from a specific demographic who is now currently in power and in office today all without any evidence immediately supported him outright and now he's guilty which look i don't i don't have an even problem with them supporting mm, him at the beginning mm, as long as they recant and say hey by the way no i recant no, I, I, I was wrong no i've I got was a totally problem. wrong i've got a problem with them jumping to conclusions um, well i do too i don't think anybody should jump yeah. to these conclusions but it, if if you're talking about a current politician in office saying at the time Oh, this was this was a heinous thing. I really hope we get to the bottom of this. I feel mm -hmm. terrible for that person. Any person seeing that would automatically think that something along the lines happened. You wouldn't you wouldn't jump to the conclusion that this was a setup immediately. Well, here's the thing: what you, you should always say is you should say let the legal system play this out. Yeah, and they didn't say that. Mm -hmm. um, and some of them might have, but not uh, the ones I'm. This was your point thinking. the other day on your last, I think last or two podcasts oh you listen to my podcast thank I you always do yeah the, the I, I listen podcast. to everything you yeah, say it's a good podcast. i don't always agree that's okay I'm fact, always I most right. often don't agree yeah, well, but that's okay most often wrong until right often wrong but never in doubt often wrong and always never wrong. in doubt i'm i'm in doubt right no. now i'm in doubt right now am i wrong are you doubting am i wrong are you doubting i don't mm. think you're doubting um <clears throat> yeah i guess my whole my whole you know my whole shtick with uh, with people in uh, in political power specifically making any semblance of commentary on social instances, especially in the justice system or within culture, uh, I don't think they should do that. I don't think that they should take a position at all. I think uh, when it comes to George Floyd or when it comes to um, 
you know, uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, Jay Small or when it comes to Ahmaud Arbery um, or, or Kyle Rittenhouse um, or any of these high, you know, high profile situations that have happened over the last fucking 18 months, all of them. Well, Jay Small was earlier than that, but still, right, right, right. last five years. Yeah. I, I don't think that these individuals should make commentary um, on any of it, frankly, because what they do is they take a position on something like Kyle Rittenhouse or Jesse Smollett, Smollett, um, I think it's actually how you pronounce his name, um, or uh, or George Floyd, and they take a hardline position, and then when it, anything comes out to contradict their position, uh, they say nothing. And they pretend as if they never held the position in the first place. Well, that's and turn, it never comes down to what's right well, or wrong. It comes down to what's good for them but again, and what's not good for them, period. But, but again, and that's true, but again, wh- why I don't think that they should do that is because if their argument is incitement of violence, they should also extend their argument to an incitement of uh, ignorance and incitement of bigotry. Because when you take a position of, okay, someone was assaulted, they were of a minority demographic, immediately it was two white guys without any evidence whatsoever, what you're doing is you're implying that white people specifically or any demographic specifically when you jump to conclusions is responsible at a higher level for X than the other demographics, which is has been my major problem and major issue with all of this the last few years. I didn't jump on board when everyone posted block squares because one, I don't believe in a, uh, you know, uh, sitting that on the couch activism, right, right. Uh, couch potato activism. I don't believe in it. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't help at all. You want to you want to say, Oh yeah, it does. Uh, give me, give me one good example. I can give you one that where it didn't help at all. Uh, Coney. Remember that guy? 2012. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, who still, uh, has children in armies. And stu- still cannibalizes oh, yeah. them. Coney, yeah, did nothing. It was a scam. You were all scammed, and you were scammed by the way with George Floyd, because you know where all your money went. I don't. Neither do you. Mm-hmm. So, probably the probably the DNC though. Um, so my biggest position on all this is we need to stop jumping to conclusions. I've said this before. I'm not going to say it again because it's just yeah, you will it. because I it's a good it's a good horse to beat. Well, it's just there's no reason to there's no reason to jump to conclusions. Um, and the funny thing again. Uh, another topic that we can talk about, even though we won't mention a certain phrase, even though we'll probably, who cares, we'll probably get fucking canceled for it anyways. Um, uh, yeah, Fauci has now come out. Uh, dear, dear Anthony Fauci. Dear oh, Fauci. You gotta get more gravel going. There you go. There you go. Booster shot by Pfizer. Well, you're not fully vaccinated until you have a shot. A fourth shot. A fourth. A fourth shot, yeah. Uh, as of today as well, Fauci, fourth shot could be needed in future. I love how he couches things as if, like, it's not going to happen. But, man, we might shut down again. Uh, uh, if everyone gets well, vaccinated, we won't. Th- the reality is, is how can we continue to shut down? We can't. I don't I mean, uh, it doesn't well, make any actually, economic no, sense. No, we can't, actually. It's called concentration camps. It's happening in Australia. It's Australia. And in uh, Xinjiang province in China, oddly enough. Two different places, same thing happening. And when people say, that's not a concentration camp, look up the definition of concentration camp. It is literally a concentration of people. Of people. Doesn't and have for to be, those that think it's never happened in the United States, uh, Japan. read your history. Yeah, the, the, Japanese-Americans. Yep. yep. The... the, the, the the wonderful FDR that everybody loves and that Biden wants to be and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, what he did was he a do? real racist he dick. He imprisoned a huge number of American citizens. Yeah, he was a racist dick. Yeah. He was also a... Uh, he was a vampire killer. He was a vampire killer. There that was, was a fantastic cool. That movie. was awesome. What is it called? It was, it was, it was, it was, it was FDR, FDR the Vampire no. Killer or something like that, right? FDR. 
awesome. So you want to watch hell. the greatest movie of all, all of all time? It's called no, FDR. Monty Python. It's called no, no. It's called <laughs> FDR American Badass. Is that what it's it called? Is called? American FDR Badass. American Badass. That was an awesome. Movie. It is. It is just real good about. About an hour and a half in, it's real good, and then it takes some it weird turns, really, and then it gets really bad. Really off the rails. Yeah, it, it, they lose the genius that they had, but oh my God, the first 20 minutes, I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. <laughs> um, but back to the top immunologist. You sound like Jim He Perry. is not an immunologist, okay? I don't believe his argument. He's a bureaucrat. Yeah, absolutely. You, 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 you top sit, bureaucrat, period. Yeah, the top immunologist. Get the fuck out of here. This is from the Daily Wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still, no, I, I'm sorry. I don't... Look. Oh, I always... I love it when you always start, look, and then I, pause. I'm going to get a serious talk. I seriously now. have a problem with people who refer to themselves as X when they haven't really done much of anything you don't outside of oversee something for... 20 something years. You don't you don't whisper to yourself, "Hey, bull." Did you good bull. Did you watch Did you watch the documentary on HBO? Which one? Fauci. No, I don't know if I want to. I'm never going to, but I saw some clips cuz I that's how I capture things these days cuz there's so much stupid shit going on. You have to capture it in like small clips. Right. There is a point where he is interviewed. I don't know if it's on HBO, it might be on Disney. Um there's a point where he is interviewed and in the background is a literal canvas portrait of himself. No. Yes. It's like uh, what were those nineteen seventies portraits, like doubles, like uh, uh, oh god, who, who was the artist that used to do those all the time? Where you'd see it in the background, there's a somebody go through a fancy house, and in the mm. background, there's a picture of themselves, and they're sitting there with like a cat, and a black and white, and yeah. a red and black. And yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. No, it was an actual cell. It was a portrait of Fauci. Andy Warhol. Yes, I know who Andy Warhol is. Yeah. Um. Kind of. Um, no, I know. Who you he know is. what? I know who he is. You are um, extremely intelligent and full of a lot of. I know who he is. Information, sometimes garbage information. I know who Andy sometimes. Warhol is. But yeah. but your history stuff needs to be worked on. Is Andy Warhol outside of his incredible paintings? Forget Andy that Warhol. I'm still I'm anti-war still set, initiatives. I'm still talking you, about the movies. Okay, look, Rocky Horror Mountain Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fucking name it is, Rocky uh, Mountain Oyster Show. Yeah, Rocky Mountain Bull Oyster you Show. Know what? That is, um, exactly. Yeah, I, like I'll get around to it eventually, and by the time I get around to it, it'll be so bad you that know, it'll be unwatchable. You know what I want to see? Uh, Anthony Fauci. I want to see Anthony Fauci cry. I'd love to see him cry. Um, he is like no, I, he does no, not, man. Well, he's already he just says, "Look, you are absolutely wrong about everything." You're absolutely wrong about everything. Don't tell me I'm wrong. You know, I hold you, know you in contempt. He didn't, he didn't do that to to Trump when he was in. Of course, he did. I think Trump just rode over the top of him. Well, look, know, he, here's when it comes to. <laughs> I've got. I've developed a very. As I've said before, black black pill position on a lot of things, and I look at the. Can you whole... explain black pill, please, to the so there's audience? blue pl- pill and there's red pill, right. and the idea behind that comes from the Matrix, which is right. what you just you mentioned. Uh, red pill is a, as the New York uh, Times would refer to, a far right conspiracy theory, because um, conspiracies don't exist. Damn it! Who's your um, favorite conspiracy theorist? Come on now, I want to hear him. Come on, hear the voice. Dude. Alex. No, 
No, he's not my favorite conspiracy theorist. He's not? No, he's not a conspiracy theorist. He's a historian. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my, nice. My, my, nice. Favorite, my favorite conspiracy theorist, 100%, is Mel whoever Gibson. is in charge. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. There yeah, exactly. He did, the, he did The Passion of the Christ and then immediately lost he also, his mind. He also is the actor in a movie called Conspiracy Theory course he is why that's how he lost his mind no, probably not um i mean deep purple played credence clearwater right <laughs> um <clears throat> so hey uh, it's been a, i i haven't been behind the mic in some time i know i'm this trying is, to get i'm trying your first to time get my on a podcast in order um so you know what's so funny about fauci uh, i'll continue with the the article in a second because <laughs> it's it is an important thing to discuss I want to see him cry uh, specifically because I don't think he ever has. I think that he has become such a shriveled, soulless husk of a human that he has no emotions or opinions that are viable or anything remotely sembling, resembling uh, a human being who has emotion. I think he has become whatever the anti-antagonist um, to the Borg would be. So you can tell me that since you're... Who's the antagonist to the Borg? The antagonist would be the Star Trek, uh, the Enterprise. Yeah. So yeah. the Enterprise, unfortunately, is a corporate shell of nonsense pushed by a mainstream media that is so there to is paint the you a picture. The Bor- the Bo- no, he He's is the, Picard. He is Picard. He's Picard. Picard, as everyone knows, I've Number never watched. One. I've never watched an episode. Engage. Never watched an episode. Oh my God! Here Star we go Trek. again. Never watched an episode of Star Trek. I've seen the movies what? though. And I one thing I can tell you is Picard was delusional. Picard was the he was the he was he had quite the dome on him though man yes he He did kind of a he was fantastic in X Men Uh, he was the de facto government shill needed to push the agenda that the Enterprise had of genocide and that's why I think Enterprise no the the prime directive was not to interfere right come on you know that the prime directive is here's how you don't don't interfere interfere. go to the planet observe no. And, and ironically, indulge. they found themselves on the planet every time, interfering every time. It was Maybe a message a Just of a colonialism. It was a message of colonization. <laughs> um, so I, my, well, those were the Klingons. Well, here's the thing. The Klingons are the bad guys. So, well, not the Klingons. Maybe in the original the Klingons are the bad guys. The, we're gonna go the Klingons because I like Picard now. Um, so Anthony Fauci, he is Picard in his own mind, um, and he will never stop. He'll never stop until he has a good cry. He needs to sit down. He needs to have a good cry. He needs to think about how his parents you know what? have hey, left Anthony, him. Let, let's hold on. Let's let's make a shout out. You shouted out to Jay Smalls already. Yeah, I did. Let's shout yep. out to 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 AF right. Anthony, if you can hear the sound of my voice, just call in. Dear God, no. Call right That'd in right terrible. now. No. That'd be terrible. 8675-309. Okay. That... And just go ahead and have yourself a good cry, okay? Yeah, that's terrible. Come on now. Do it. Someone It'll just make needs you to tell feel him so it... much better someone... to get in touch with your emotions. Someone just needs to you tell him he's feel... adopted. I can feel the empathy welling out of you right God. now. God. Um, so Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, I thought he was the top immunologist, um, said federal health officials are already investigating the possibility need for a fourth dose for people who have had the two shot regimen. So, so I'm fucked. I haven't had either. I'm behind the curve. I'm, I'm like, I am a, I'm a series one cast off. I'm a series one Apple computer. I'm the first Apple. Series one. Yeah. 
Well, then you're worth a lot of money. I'm worth a lot of money, but I haven't had any. But your uh, OS is your OS. My is OS is out of date. You know that's why I stopped using Apple. By the way, for all the Apple shills out there, um, ever since Steve Jobs died, they haven't really done anything except, uh, you know poop out bullshit um, about their technology. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I stopped being an Apple fan because I had the black original MacBook mm. and I kept updating it. And then at a certain point in time, they said, well, this update doesn't apply to your OS and there's nothing you can do. And I said, okay, I'm never, ever buying an Apple product again. And for the last 12 years, I haven't done it. And I don't think I ever will because of that issue. And they also don't let you make any customization whatsoever to the laptops or or the desktops because everything is soldered shut because they are insane maniacs. Um, so Fauci's warning and came they after... they're the richest company in the world. Because they make products that... Specifically headphones that fail. Um, Fauci's warning came after Pfizer's CEO... Oh, it's a warning. It's a warning. You mean his forecast. Burr, came after burr, Pfizer burr, CEO warning, warning, Albert... Warning. Albert Borla also said that the fourth... Borg? Dose, Bor, Borla. Borg? God. Uh, also said the fourth dose may be needed and maybe faster than Fauci's timeline. And Fauci said a third shot is now most definitely needed for better protection. Against Certainly. Omicron, right? Because Omicron is supposedly the disease... Decepticons. Decepticon. The Decepticon. Decepticon. Yeah, Omicron Decepticon yeah. is apparently the disease of the vaccinated, according yeah. to everybody now. No, 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 no. According to Fauci... Certainly... When you have time to talk about what optimal protection is, I don't think anybody would argue that optimal protection is going to be with the third shot. You know, I kind of like say that anything. better than the You're last well, voice. Yeah, it's because I'm actually using the voice. Before, it was just a no, garbled... That's, that's a little... You've been... A garbled been, voice Have of you been nonsense. standing in front of the mirror practicing? Well, I've been working on my throat cancer voice. Okay. Um, so, the top immunologist, uh, bureaucrat, uh, his declaration came the same day Pfizer announced that the fully vaccinated, those with two shots... Uh, will need a booster shot or their level of protection will drop. They need to redefine fully vaccinated is what I heard. You can't be fully vaccinated with just two anymore. You have to have three. You know, for the people that have gone out and done this, the question that I have for them is, did they ever at one point in their life ever buy something that was half finished and then was told by the company, that in order to finish the thing, they need to buy something else. You know what the question because, has for him? Well, wait a sec. Let me finish this. Because this is a popular concept these days. A prime example, I guess I could say, is, um, is, is video games that come out these days. They're not finished when they're released. They have a live support. So what the game companies like EA Sports or um, Activision or uh, fucking Ubisoft, any of these companies, what they do is they create a game with a really good idea, and then they sell it for $70 half-completed, and then over the next year or two, they finish the game. Just software updates. So, are we all robots? Yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I smelled Mine. the shit before it all happened, and I'm laughing now that people, after four shots on the left now, specifically the hard left, like Noah, uh, Trevor Noah, mm -hmm. are now coming out and saying, Wait, wait a second. Hey! They're like, getting tired of getting shots, just well, like everybody else. Did you not hear us the first time we said anything? No, they didn't. Uh, and they will spin it and justify it anyway. I'm I mean, convinced that everyone wants to, to go to World War Three. I think that they want to learn that, that, that people want to learn by fire and brimstone as opposed to looking at the past. I That's think, what I think. I think we are chaotic animals is mm. what we are. And I no. think that, yeah, I, I don't think, you know, you, you think... 
when things are calm, when when there are there are biological entities that have a desire to get to some kind of equilibrium, hmm. then that's their genetic disposition. It's their encoded direction for things. Human beings seem to be encoded for chaos, and they only seem to be satisfied either coming out or going into chaos. And it's it's. Uh, I wish I could remember the exact quote, but I heard it heard it the other day about, uh, you know, they were talking about a, a father who who was talking to his generations, his his son Methuselah. And, yeah, it was Methuselah or yeah. the the original his poem. generations. <clears throat> and he was saying, you know, I walked it so that my son could have a car or a bike, so that his son could have a a car. In the, but but I guarantee you that his son will end up walking. In the whole the and I'm not doing this. I can justice, concisely say that but, better. I have a really good saying that you might like. Well, I'll listen to that in a second. But the whole general idea, of course, is that you you suffer through things to try to give your following generation better things. Mm-hmm. But within another two generations, you're back to doing the same stuff again because yep. we get we get weak. We get we 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 start weak to get strong. And then as we get strong, we, we make our next generation weaker by not allowing them to get strong. The exact quote is, hard times make strong men, strong men make good times, good times make weak men, weak men make hard times. It is a cycle. Um, Damn you for knowing the exact quote. I know the exact quote. Uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think that we are creatures of chaos. I think we're more creatures of calculation, and within that calculation uh, is bred chaos because I think people incorrectly calculate things. Um, but I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I think that there is a, a definitely a, a, a lot of truth to that. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, chaos is created. Uh, now, back to Fauci um, and the last final thoughts I have on this. I'm not sure where along the line people thought in the span of two years that we were all simultaneously completely um, dunder muffins when it comes to knowing dunder anything, anything about anything. Dunder Mifflin? Dunder muffins. Uh, that we were completely dunder muffins um, or dunderheads uh, when it comes to anything that you know experts are affiliated with, but we were all simultaneously experts ourselves when it came to medicine uh, you know, pandemics, judicial system, and the justice system, and the economy. I'm not sure where this idea struck or where people got on, especially young people my age, specifically got on thinking that they know everything without having any experience in anything. Um, I think that's the main problem. And when I look at, look, people, yeah, you're the phone. And we've we've talked about that multiple times. And look, people have a right to believe what they want. You can vaccinate yourself all you want to. Um, but the funny thing is none of you should be complaining. You should be bending over and saying, oh yes, daddy Fauci vaccinate me till the end of time. Cause you complied. You said yes. Mm-hmm. You know, what's funny about this entire fucking 24 months. If we all said no, it would go away. I, I don't know how how much more this needs to be expressed like what words that need to be really dumbed down for people to understand much like with the people in San Francisco in New York in Chicago in LA who have realized that the 
judicial system has failed so they can just take things. Mm-hmm. Same thing works when the government tells you to do something that you have no obligation to adhere to. There is a legitimate reason why the founding fathers of this country, as racist or not racist as they were, got away with what they did. They said no. They said no. They kept saying no. There was nothing that the British could have done short of killing them. And they tried. Mm -hmm. That would have got them to say anything other than no. And even then, they probably would have died saying no. So I I don't really know what else needs to be said about the vaccines. Like This has been said by every single person on the right, from the middle to the right. Every person has said this would happen. And everybody who jumped on board with this should not be complaining. Mm-hmm. And they should do it till the end of time because they gave their souls to the government. They well, gave their heart. To, this actually goes back to what you were saying a few minutes ago about calculation. Exactly. Okay. I When I say chaos, I, I think that it, it's, from my point of view, I think both of us are right in a way. I, I, and I think that there's a, a, a portion of individuals and groups that, calculate Mm -hmm. intentionally the process of pushing chaos into a system because it creates what they want. They get something out of it. That's what this is all about. Well, and this streamlines perfectly. Your statement streamlines perfectly into the thing that I'm going to pull up without even consulting the fact that we haven't even talked about it. Uh, I heard about this today. Uh, If you guys want a good podcast, listen to Russell Brand. He's got a really, really good podcast. Um, Funny enough, funny guy is actually super smart. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Pretty Patel uh, European, uh, from the European government, um, in Britain specifically, uh, with Boris Johnson, uh, there is a new policing, policing bill that is on the docket that threatens their right over there to protest as in peaceful protests and marches, according to big uh, could become a thing of the past under the controversial pr- police crime sentencing and courts bill making its way through parliament as being too noisy or causing too much annoyance would be grounds to shut them down Mm. after being the subject of kill the bill protests early in the year the bill is returning to parliament this week with its third reading in the house of lords the police crime sentencing and courts bill has been condemned as draconian by experts across the political spectrum it will effectively hand powers to police and home secretary pretty patel to shut down protests in england and wales at will while forcing social workers to betray the trust of vulnerable young people. Lawyers warn the government uh, the, propo- the, the government the proposed bills uh, the proposals in the bill clearly violate international human rights standards. More than 30,000 people have already written directly to Boris Johnson calling on him to rethink the plans which are set to be debated in the House of Lords mid-September. Is that any different than mandates? Mm, yeah, I think I think there's a difference. I think the, the I think the mandates in an instance of the United States is as most people are incorrectly stating are not laws. A government official can say not. one thing and say, you know what? I say I I hereby decree. They could say that, which but is a mandate. This is an actual law. This is an go through the actual law, House of Lords. which means that if it gets passed. No more protests. But this is the conflation between things because I know the last time I was in an airport, you hear the the speaker go off about the mask thing all the time, and they they always say yeah. comply with federal law. It's not a law. I know it's not. It's a, a law. mandate based and, on. Well, here's know, the thing: is what they would do is they would say comply with federal <laughs> law, and then if you don't comply, they'd slap you with something that they would interpret as 
in accordance to another law. So like, I don't know, disorderly conduct, right, something, something like that, which is yeah. fucking slimy as shit. Um, so the bill hands over the power of deciding whether a protest is justified or should be allowed decisions. Mm. We as citizens have had for generations directly to the home secretary. Uh, that's an extremely chilling development. It's completely contradictory to everything. The Liberty of the free citizens is the free citizen is about in Britain. The question I have for everyone in this country, the United States of America, the second most, uh, pop, profitable country in the world and the number one voice of actual freedom in the world. When people say it's not, go ahead and look at Australia. They're not an actual voice of freedom. Go ahead and look at Britain. What I'm reading right now tells you they are not a voice of freedom. You talk about the United States and people complain about what the fuck we say all the time. Their opinions, if they don't live here, don't matter. doesn't matter. And if you're here criticizing the country, move somewhere else. Go somewhere else. You want to criticize how we do things here? Either get on board with helping it be better in a constructive way. I was going to say, you got you to add to that because people think they are making it better. No, you don't make things better. By saying to you, I know better than well, you, so you listen to me. And if you don't listen to me, you have consequences. Well, here's the problem. And this is something that I'm struggling with now that I've mentioned that I'm black-pilled. I never got to that. Mm-hmm. Red-pilled is you think uh, you know all the right is right. Blue-pilled is you think all the blue is right. Black-pilled is you think everything's fake and full of shit. And I don't mean that in the sense that there's conspiracies and lizard people, even though I think Alex Jones is onto that point. I think lizard people are real. Um, is that I don't think lizard people are real. Is that I know there's a game going on because the longer time goes on, everything starts to align perfectly. Anthony Fauci is advocating for big pharma. That's what he's doing. Right. He was the head. Uh, he was he was associated with Donald Trump mm-hmm. during Operation Warp Speed. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was advocating for vaccines during Operation Warp Speed. Mm-hmm. What has changed? Nothing except administration. My question, and the question that I'll hold forever, I think the administration had Trump have won, mm-hmm. would have continued down this path. That's what I think. Oh, I think they would have, they would have done something different as far as opening up. That's yes, the difference. But I think the they would have heavily just, pushed the vaccine. I, I and, don't, I don't doubt that at all. Well, and the reason, and, no, the, here's the problem though. The, the problem I have with this is not that they're pushing the vaccine in the sense of, hey, everyone get your flu shot. It's the way they're pushing the vaccine. Now, the reason I think they're pushing it as hard as they're pushing it is because they have royally fucked the economy. And I think the economy, because of all this, would have been royally fucked anyway. Now, we would have opened up differently, but the big blue states, the super majorities, would have stayed locked down. They still are. They, but they would have. If Trump had have continued to be president, the red states would have opened. They would have done their thing because states have and have some form of autonomy over They have feds. some form of autonomy. But there would have been different consequences because what mm. happened with the last... Well, think about this. What happened with the uh, the January um, uh, pandemic bill that the Biden's uh, group passed? Mm-hmm. Half of that was bailouts for the... the yeah, the states that but, uh, would not have happened. Well, under Trump. here's the question, though. I don't necessarily know if it would not have happened. The question I would have asked is it would be would it have happened in the same amount of time? I think California, New York, um, any of the, the blue supermajority states would have shut down specifically despite the president and it would have drove our economy in the shitter anyway. So that's why I think you're very it's very possible that well, that's true. That's why I think but, all of this is bullshit. Because we talk about Pfizer and Operation Warp Speed. We can talk about the the credibility of a vaccine until we're blue in the face. We shouldn't be talking about the credibility or the viability of the vaccine. We should be talking about the viability of making a vaccine that is in debt for something that is endemic. In the sense that what that look, what endemic means, I don't think people understand this. I'm not a doctor. It's so a cold. Well, but that's the problem here. And this is I'm not a doctor, so take us with a grain of salt. 
my understanding with vaccines has been from the get-go, because my family is in medicine, the vaccine <laughs> itself introduces, as we've discussed, a dead virus or a, a extremely subdued virus, right? Introduces that so the body's T-cells and the immune system can fight it off, adopt it to some degree so it has recognition, so it knows how to fight it when it shows up the next time. This new vaccine limits and has been admitted by Pfizer to limit your suffering, I guess, in an overall sense to limit the the effect of the, the, the disease's effect on your body, which is it's a suppressant, in my opinion. Now, if we're continued down this vaccine path with Pfizer, it is wildly incentive for the medical industry after willingly killing its economy, because that's what it's done. You look at the hospitals, you look at uh, people buying things, hospital bills, the hospitals have been cut. Like when it comes to the people working there, the funds have been cut. People are not getting elective surgeries. They're not going into the hospital specifically because of COVID. They're ending up with stage four stuff instead of stage two stuff well, because but, of the skips. But they're doing this but, to recoup what they would have lost. Of course lost. they are because they get so, more money for something qualified in a certain way. So why I think this, why I'm blackpilled about this entire thing is because it, it, we're going down this path of, well, we got to do this because of X. We're not addressing what the original issue is. People looked at COVID, as you said a second ago, something that is now endemic, something that is like the cold, which is the rhinovirus. The reason we do not have a vaccine for the rhinovirus is because there are so many variants that it is it is logically impossible to create one. Not that we couldn't create one for one variant. It's that it's logically impossible to create one that would do anything. I think it's the same thing with this particular vaccine. Very likely. I don't know if coronavirus has as many you know, possibilities of me, der- derivations, et cetera. As They're the, claiming as the that it does. Rhinovirus does at this point, but it's liable to. Mm-hmm. And at the very least, it's going to be like the flu, an annual change and a, a combination of different possible variants. And they're guessing which ones are going to be more, more virulent than others. And you'll have a shot. And, so, but, but it's not about the, it's not about the vaccine at all. Warp speed and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's my there, next There point. was a lot of worry out there. A, I remember what it was like. Everybody was afraid. I was, you were, everybody was like, okay, how, is this real? Is it not real? Nobody, time tells the tale on this, but it's about the delivery system. It's not about the vaccine. You, you hit it on the head. Most vaccines for for the entire medical uh, history of vaccinations were about a a diluted or a dead form of a virus entered into our our system so that our body's own processing and engineering can come up with something to fight off a possibility of one coming at you again by utilizing and giving characteristics and making the body understand what is hitting it. So this uh, mRNA virus does something different. It takes uh, encoded message, if you will, and puts it into our own engineering system, our own boiler uh, system, which is the internal part of our cell and says, hey, cell, do this. To this little bit of, of RNA tells us to make this T, uh, not T cell, make this uh, spike protein, which mimics, not the same, it's not a dead version, it's not a lesser version, of the, it mimics a portion of the virus. Thus, now, if that virus comes in and it has those same spikes on it, our body now says, that's what I need to fight. Well, and so, it's good points, all of what you're saying is correct. The question, because I'm using this as a segue, an overall segue. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. I showed it to Jen. There's something you might mean to help me with. Or, oh, shit. Well, I said her name. I said it last time. Everyone knows her name, Beowulf. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, 
the question that I have, because like, fuck the vaccine, fuck COVID, fuck all this nonsense when it comes right, to the medical right. side of things. I don't think that that has ever been the message here. I don't think that has ever been the thing that people need to be concerned about. I've thought that from the very beginning, when everyone started protesting, quote unquote, rioting, quote unquote, protesting in May of 2020, I realized this was all bullshit. Why is it in every Western country, every single Western country, the introduction of COVID leads to the mass acceptance of authoritarianism. Mm -hmm. That's my question. There is a correlation every single country. There's not an exception. Maybe maybe Sweden and Norway, but I would consider them an exception because they are so fucking far removed from everyone that they kind of always done what they've wanted to. The question I've had about, you know, I mean, people who pay attention to the news, what's going on in the Ukraine right now with Russia having 70,000 plus troops on its border, what's happening in China, as I mentioned before, with China threatening over the last year and a half of invading Taiwan and getting ever more aggressive. The question that I have is why is it, and I know the answer to this, anyone with a brain knows the answer to this, why is it that we have all collectively gotten together in a group of fucking, uh, we've gotten in a jerk off circle together and we've, we've decided to make vaccinations and medicine the hill we die on so that when authoritarianism rolls over that hill, it crushes us underneath it. It doesn't make any logical sense because I would say this makes sense if we were, you know, I don't know, dealing with Ebola type two. Like if we were dealing with, a, you know, a such a, a virulent um, example of Ebola that you would not only catch Ebola, but it was airborne and it wasn't person to person. That's what I would say. Okay, this all makes a lot of sense because we're all going to die anyway. What I was messing around with on the desk just now was not trying to spill the rest of my beverage, by the way, which I didn't because it's all gone. It was consumed. But what I was doing is trying to show you the shell game. Yeah. Because that's all this is. is it's, it's a form of distraction. And that's why I'm blackpilled about it. Because yeah, I, this I, happened. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. It I, happened. I totally, it, it, going back to your Lord of Commons, Lords of Commons, Commons of Lords, whatever, whatever the House of, House of Lords. House of Lords. That, yeah. Okay. So protests. Okay, just just circling back to that for just a brief second. Mm-hmm. You know that you're supposed to get approval to do an organized protest in the first place, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're always supposed to do. We've gone away from that, thinking that anybody can just start a riot and a protest anytime they want. That's not true. You're supposed to get approval from the city to or whatever yeah. to, to go have so a they protest. Can have to take a, effective, right? Which is place, effectively the exact same which, thing as the Lord of Commons is trying to put in place as a law now. Mm, well, no, the problem though is that they're doing. Well, the pro- the difference is that it's handing power, absolute power, on this. It's already there. Singular, is my point. That, so that's it's what, not, maybe not to a singular point. That's it's my to point. A lo, more it's to a singular you see, point. See, that's the difference. That's the authoritarian thing you're talking about—a federalist kind of philosophy versus a state-to-state philosophy. I know we're talking about England, but but it's 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 taking power mm-hmm. from the the groups that are most affected geographically, dynamically in the areas where things occur, and drawing it into a centralized yeah, power. But, but again, I think you're right there. But I'm. Taking, I think it's the wrong thing to do. But I'm taking way. it to a step a step deeper than that. I think when it comes to the centralization of power, why look, I get, I understand from a basic understand like a basic degree, why you need to go to the city and do all those things. Yada, 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 yada. At the end of the day though, no, you don't, you don't need to do that. And what, and what I mean by this is this is the exact type of thinking that has gotten us into these situations. 
as citizens. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have structure. I'm not saying we shouldn't have some semblance of democracy, um, at least in my opinion, democratic republic. The, the illusion that people seem to have is that they have some level of freedom. You do not have any level of freedom whatsoever if, really the entity, if the entity yeah. is going to take it away or if you have to go to the entity to prove that you have it. The whole premise behind the Declaration of Independence, when it says under God, it has nothing to do with theology. It has everything to do with taking the power away from man. That's the statement. That's exactly what it means. People say, oh, it has to do with God. You can take it from a theological standpoint all you want to. At the end of the day, it means removing power from your peer. So they can't control you. That is the whole premise of it. I, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, one of the struggles we have in today's society is the lack of structure. And I, I, this doesn't go back to just the protest thing, but this goes back to the idea that there are control points in a civilized rule of law society that's, that we've all collectively agreed upon that says, this is the kind of thing we're going to try to do to try to keep some semblance of civilization in order in place. And, yeah. and when we start to disagree about those things, then we need to elect officials that think more along the lines of what we need to try mm. to change. That's the idea. I, now it's, it's ended up going around that because we keep putting people into place that are dictating well, that's, what's and, going yeah, on. It's been, it's been perverted and bastardized. And so the problem, though, again, is we could take it all the way back to the very formulation of what we have when it comes to democratic republic and the very removal of republic from the argument has inherently made that argument moot. If we have to think that at some point in time we have to get approval from anybody to do much of anything when it has nothing to do with harming other citizens, we're fooling ourselves. That's why we're in this problem because people think, well, you know, if I just do what Anthony Fauci says, or if I just do what Joe Biden says, or if I just agree with what Donald Trump says, or if I just listen to Dan Crenshaw and agree with what his bill is and we push that bill forward, everything will go back to normal. There is no such thing as normal. There never will be such thing as normal. This is now the normal and it will continue to morph until people get their heads out of their asses. And I'm not calling for anything ridiculous. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that once people realize that they need to stop suckling off the tit of the government, that's when things will progressively start to get better. It's going to suck real hard initially, but it'll get better when people realize that. And the issue is every system, everything in place, every system, be it mainstream media, doesn't matter what side you're on, be it entertainment, doesn't matter who you're watching, be it a politician, doesn't matter who you're listening to or what they're pitching, they are all not your friends. They're not your friends. And to think that they are, you're deluding yourself and you'll continue taking the vaccine in whatever form that may be for as long as you think that they're your friends. I'm not saying you need to demonize them. I'm not saying that you need to play this game of everyone's the enemy and everyone's there's lizard people and there's child sex ring and all this stuff. That stuff may all be true, but you'll drive yourself crazy thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I guess my whole point is the reason I would say that I'm blackpilled is because you can see through the veil because it's not even being hidden anymore. It's yeah, a I, I think I think that you hit on a, a key element to this right here is that a lot of a lot of my life there's been this this veil. It's not a veil of secrecy necessary, but it's a veil of understanding. And I think that somewhere along the line in the last couple of years, people have said, why are we doing this veil anymore? 2011. Yeah, they, they, they just said, poof, 2011. I'm not sure why. Technology, social media, but, the advancement of receiving information. The, so the information exactly is all, all on the plate. Now we can manipulate information that people see all the time, mm -hmm. but... 
there's no reason, there's no necessity to veil this anymore. We just twist it the way we want and we get what we want well, out of it. Because we have enough people saying, I trust you, Anthony Fauci. So, I trust you, Donald Trump. I trust you, Joe Biden. Yeah. And believe me, I know people on all those ends and I disagree with all of them. So the singularity is when people technologically, when humans have the AI, any technology reaches such a point where humans have the inability to distinguish between what is real and what is fake. Mm-hmm. We have reached that point. We are far past that point. Singularity, in my opinion, happened when people decided to jump on social media, adopt it as their new life, and pretend that everything outside of it didn't matter. Mm. That's what the singularity was. And people say, no, AI. No, that's a byproduct. Because people are so deluded. And I look, maybe I'm deluded. Maybe everyone's deluded. Maybe we're all deluded. That's a possibility. We could all be crazy. But people are so far gone down whatever path that they're on that they are unwilling to see that both paths are the same. And by both paths, I mean all paths are the same. I know this is like a deep, like super ethereal conversation. All paths lead but, to the but same But at the end of the day, all paths are diverting us away from a path that makes sense. And people can say, no, well, we've got, the, we've got the nuclear family path, and we've got all this stuff, and we have that, and we've got the, the, the sexual liberty and consent path, and we have the, the nihilism path. There's a bunch of different paths that you can take. All of them are the same because you're consulting someone else on what you should do. That's my opinion on it. And so, as Robert Frost would say, you just want to take the path less traveled. You don't even open the book. You don't consult it. You just do it, whatever it may be, whether it be stay, leave, jump up and down, do a backflip. You don't look to someone else unless it is a higher power that is not a human being for anything that you should do for your own life. Because once you start trusting everyone else around you, you're putting all of your decisions in one basket. You can say someone's making a lot of sense. You can say, oh, your opinion's good. Well, you know, I like what you the say. singularity, isn't AI a higher power? It always has been. That's the, that's the problem with AI. It's, it's not that it's, it, it's, it's going to take over everything. It's that it already has. Google can accurately predict how you're going to search. Facebook knows when you're taking a shit on the toilet. And I'm saying this because I'm in that industry. I know those things are true. If we want to pretend that Russian collusion impacted Hillary Clinton's election while impacting and influencing people's opinion on that very subject through our very platforms, through AI, that already happened. Like, like and look, people, you, you, people will look at this and listen to this and be like, wow, he's a conspiracy theorist. You know what was a conspiracy? JFK's murder was a conspiracy. It happened. We know who did it. We know why he did it. Conspiracy. MK Ultra was a thing. Yeah, conspiracies happen all the well, time. Well, the, the the Tuskegee experiments, those were mm-hmm. all conspiracies. They all happened. Mm-hmm. So so my my point, I guess, in saying all this, and I like to say that phrase, my point. Um, <laughs> the reason you know, I'm saying all this, as long as it's a point in somewhere in time, Christopher go. Reese, he's dead. Um, I'm sorry to Christopher Reese family. He was great. I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> the reason I'm saying all this is because it, it, it not only is there some truth to it. And the reason why America specifically is so unique is because every single person, a part of that demographic, they didn't tie themselves to the word of someone else. They tied themselves to an idea that made sense from a ethical and moral perspective. The enlightenment of someone and the freedom of will. That's what the idea behind the country was. And there's a lot that's obviously high. I'm fucking high. You know, I'm yeah, broad stroke. Okay. You got it. But, the- but uh, with saying that, that's why they were so different. That's why this country is so different. And look at George Washington. They wanted to look at him 
as the person that everyone should consult. And what he said is no. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the singularity, which I, I'm convinced it has already happened, um, I don't think there's any way of breaking out of it. Because if you don't know what's real, and I don't know what's real, and we don't know who to trust, and there's no one to trust, but we keep pretending that there is, we've already deluded ourselves into an a artificial singularity. Right. So well, when it does show up, if you we don't won't know, know it's real, and I don't know it's real, does it matter? That's um, the case. Well, so that that goes back to what I said: is is there really a reality, or is there only the realities we decide to see based on something, some string somebody else is pulling, or that the AI has developed, or the matrix that we're in, or whatever the case may be? Well, I think that's that's, that's it, the only thing that reminds me of what I feel that reality must be what we are engaged in is how chaotic it really is. Because I always think of myself, when I think of programming and things like that, I think there's got to be some semblance of order. But my last thought on it is this, and this is this is kind of one of the baseline thinkings that I have on a lot of these subjects we talk about. I'll have a follow-up, Whether, so it may not be your last thought. But, well, maybe. Okay. But, but one of the things that I'm that I believe is happening with all these technological advances and a lot of the the ties between these these vaccinations and and AI and and social media and technological advances all these giant mega corporations international corporations and the dynamics going on in the world is that everything is can be a long time ago people figured out that things can be digitalized and digitalized on this very base level means ones and zeros, offs and ons, right? We've talked about that in the past. And the only thing that, that stops that from actually being a viable way to look at things is speed, right? And you can talk about the, I forget the name of the law, you'd know it off the top of your head where things double every Moore's Law. Moore's Law, thank you. And, and they, even that's being bypassed. That's now, gone. Way. Yeah. It doesn't so, exist anymore. So it's, because of the way the technology is well, grown. I, so yeah. if everything can be broken down to its digital components, then why wouldn't the quote-unquote powers that be want all of us broken down to a point where we can be viewed as data points, simple data points? I, I get what you're saying, but I think that that's only relevant. Well, look, I get what you're saying, and I think that's true. Um, and there's an understanding there. I guess my point in saying any semblance of disagreement there is that if the veil of power is a thin sheet that only exists because everyone accepts that it should, then none of their metrics, as you said a second ago about whether it matters, matter so in the overall scheme of things when it comes to reality and interpretation i i think the question maybe the phrase maybe the term should be reevaluated maybe it shouldn't be matter because maybe that's just not a good adjective to use to describe this because the question that i have to ask anybody these days and the question that i struggle with specifically as a 29 year old male part wolf part man part uh comic comic part you know (laughs) theologian um part minotaur um is what is the human experience but that this is this is what i'm talking about finish your but the reason and i know this is an ethereal question but there were things when that question was asked that people could point to and i don't think anyone can point to that anymore but they can only point to things if there's complexity involved with them this is this and i know 
I, I well, feel like maybe I'm floating off into a and different direction. Though. But so when I say everything is dumbed down and I think everything is broken down into virtual components, what I'm saying that that's done for analytics. That's done for for directionalism. Fungible that's manipulative the, data. There you go. Yeah. It, and okay, fungible is a perfect word for this because if you have fungible data, it's only fungible if somebody's fudging it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Somebody's got to manipulate it or it's not. Well, it's, it's fungible, but it's, it's static. So all this data, if it's laid out in front of us, whether it's the vaccination stuff, whether it's our, our voting habits, whether it's what we click on the, the computer or your phone to look at and see every day, whether it's a meme or whether it's a comic or whether it's a podcast like this you're listening to, if this can all be broken down into its component parts, then the people that are looking to have authoritarian control have the ultimate tools to do it. Well, but I don't think, in, but here's the thing is that authoritarian control has existed prior to the ultimate tools of data points. But it's existed without the understanding of the base level but, that I'm talking about. Uh, sure, but, uh, and I, I get what you're saying. I think that you, there's merit in what you're saying. The, dis- the question as devil's advocate that I would have is if that's the case, then why would they also provide an alternative to disprove their data points? I think the authoritarianism, look, the way I look at authoritarianism is it's the type of rule that is that is that is uh, p- chosen by Neanderthals. It's chosen by people who aren't very intelligent, who think that the best way to rule somebody is to beat them into the ground, into the ground. Whereas someone who's intelligent understands the best way to rule everybody is to think that they're rulers. So the problem is we're shifting from that position. And that's not to say that the veil has never been there. The people prior to the administrations of the last maybe 20 years, 25 years, and maybe I could be wrong. Maybe maybe this is just a lie. They let everyone kind of alone. And that's where you keep power, by leaving people alone. You well, let them you do have their to have thing. have a philosophy that says that's the right way to, but it, to keep power. So that's why I think and, we've reached the singularity. But, I, okay, let me, let me go a little one step further on this. Because you asked there's this this underlying question of simplicity versus complexity all complexity is is a a, a network of simplicity yeah built extrapolated or, yeah. creating compounded. something that's a that's compounded that's mm-hmm. multiplied it still has its virtual components that's what that's what using a telescope or a microscope is all about you yeah. find the the components whether large or small that make up a greater whole mm-hmm so the greater whole has this this thing called life around it, this thing called decision-making, this thing called interaction, complexity, all those kinds of things. But if you're able to pull it all apart and look at its constituent pieces, then you have a different understanding of what those are, right? Yeah. And, and so what I'm, what I'm trying to get at, and I'm failing to do so in a very cognitive way, is that human beings need the complexity for personal interaction but if there is a an entity maybe out there, maybe group, for stimulation the complexity for personal stimulation would probably be perhaps yeah. it needs it for everything because yeah. that's what we are as complex creatures we're we're our bodies are made up of things that are not us sure but it's also we're complex, but as you said a second ago, we're complex in the sense that everything has been compounded. If you were to dilute us down to the very atom, it's very simple. I get where I get where you're going. Yeah, but but if you're if anything, 
if if something is diluted down to its constituent parts, mm-hmm. then you have to be able to look at those constituent parts and say, this framework around all these individual on-off switches or individual pieces makes up uh, the wolf, right? Unless you introduce an X factor. Then you what you do is you take those parts and you just, because they're fungible, mm-hmm. yes, you, the wolf, as a person, is not fungible as an, a whole entity. Yeah. But your constituent parts are. Yeah. And so, so if you change a little of this and a little of this on a constituent part level, now the wolf becomes the wolf 2.0 or 3.0. No, he becomes something else entirely. Or something else entirely. Which which would be the... So that's why, again, back to the whole black pilling, mm-hmm. the, everything is bullshit. When it comes to what you're talking about, when it comes to the singularity... The X factor in the human experience, which no one would ever account for, which no one could ever accurately predict, no one could ever accurately estimate or forecast what will happen. Moore's law, look, Moore's law for by a lot of people is misunderstood. They think it's a comp, just merely a compounding of this will, is what will happen over time by numbers. It's our way of understanding at a very basic linear level what will happen with technology without really understanding what will happen with technology. There's not a single person in the world, be it Elon Musk, short of Jesus Christ, that would be able to tell you what's down the path. And that's why I think when I ask the question, what is the human experience or, you know, everything is bullshit because both parties are playing into this and understand that there's a lot of power in what they're playing with. And that's why the thing that's happening in the UK is so fucking alarming. Same with Australia, same with Austria, same with China. All these things are so alarming because the X factor is a universal thing that has been introduced in different ways to the populaces of different organizations of different countries since 2011. You can point it, you can literally point back to the time that Tom pushed. And, and the reason I say 2011 is because the time was like not like adopted fully. It was mainstream. People, are, okay, everyone's got a MySpace. Everyone's got a Facebook. Twitter, the microblogging site, is now being used for politics. Instagram is now being used to document a life that doesn't exist. All of this stuff was adopted and has been pointed back to that point in time. And since that point in time, depression rates have gone up suicide rates have gone up unhappiness with self has gone up confusion with what purpose has gone up all of this stuff has gone up simultaneously well we have also had the most fruitful and prosperous time in the history of humanity and we think it's going to continue forever that's not true i I hate to burst the bubble the x factor is going to as i've said since the beginning of you know meeting you or talking about this or really thinking about it the problem is not the human or the complexity. The problem is the thing we can't accurately understand. You can't understand something that is smarter than you. That's the pr- that, that's why people, the, the funny thing about fear, you fear things you don't understand and you don't fear things that you know are more intelligent than you because you somehow think that they have your best interest at heart. Hmm. That's why if aliens were to show up, they would kill us off because we'd think, oh my God, gods. Well... A lot of people believe that's what has happened in the past. Well, whether it has or and, hasn't, and, it's still a, mer- a relevant point, right? No, it, it's a valid point. The thing you got the thing you got to remember about a lot of these different things we talk about in terms of prediction and in of the future, it's it's I, I kind of liken it to a river, right? Mm-hmm. You've got in rivers of varying sizes. So the idea is that you know what does a river do? What does the essence of water do? 
It tries to find equilibrium. That's what life kind of does. In general, all life tries to find the equilibrium so that it can replicate itself and continue throughout what we constructed as time. Mm -hmm. Water tries to find the ocean. That's what it does. It goes in, in gravity. It, it tries to find its equilibrium, which is getting to the ocean. So the as you move through time, as you look at potentials of future, it's all within the, the banks of the river, right? And so you might throw a giant rock in the middle of the river and disturb something for a period of time, but the river's still going to overwhelm that, that splash and continue down its path. So... There's a predictive element to a lot of what we talk about in life. And that predictive element can be refined and it can, you can see into the river in a narrower and narrower path only if you bring things down to its constituent level, its constituent parts. That's what I'm talking about. No, I know. And, and, and I, I think that you make a good point. I guess my, because we're, again, we're, as usual, talking about the same thing from opposite ends, it is... It, you, we talk about complexity. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about how everything's become so complex. And you know this, and our listeners probably have caught on. Everything's so complex that it's all bullshit. The things that matter are not complicated. The things that matter are not difficult to understand. The things that actually have value are not things that you will... like. <laughs> No one is going to sit on their deathbed and talk about their social media platform. Mm -hmm. No one's going to sit on their deathbed and talk about their company. Nope. No one's going to sit on their deathbed and talk about how, God, I wish my favorite celebrity didn't say the N-word that one time they were at a party. No one's going to talk about any of this shit. No one's going to fucking remember because mm -hmm. they'll be dead. So when it comes to the singularity, when it comes to priorities, I guess, because we're both talking about similar things, my concern is that the priority scale of like maybe five things that humans need to be happy and exist has been diluted to such a degree by people who either a know what they're doing or B think they know what they're doing. The Mark Zuckerberg's of the world, the Jack Dorsey's of the world who think they know what they're doing, which is almost worse than someone who is absolutely sure they know what they're doing. That it's in, it's an incomprehensible, uh, just shit stain of, 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 of misunderstanding and misinterpretation that you can't get through it. You can't th figure out what it means. And that's because that X factor, as I've said over and over again, we'll probably say to him, yeah, have kids and people will probably think I'm a crazy old man. When we're all living in pods. <laughs> um, and, and you know, when Keanu Reeves or a, a simulation of Keanu Reeves walks up to me and hands me a black pill, um, you, you know, I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. If we continue to say yes to these things that we don't need to say yes to, it's not going to get better. So if you say no to social media, to obvious, painfully obvious lies, then it will go away. And there's no amount of struggle that the powers that be can do to force you to open your eyes or say yes. I think what we're watching here is I, I would like to say the beginning, but I think we're beyond the beginning of the fall of our current civilization. I, I really, I think. I, that I mean, I hate to be so doom and gloom, hyperbolic, um, but I, I feel like you, if you look through history, when 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 
two things kind of happen in history. When the populace starts to not uh, have have as many children as they have parents, and when they get so introspective that all this stuff you're talking about, which is a perfect example, all the stuff that makes no sense and is never on anybody's gravestone, right, becomes more important to the population than the four or five things that make life worthwhile. What you see is you see chaos and you see civilizations crumbling. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, I don't necessarily know if that's what it is. And I don't want to, I hate to leave the listeners on such a morbid, I I wouldn't say it's morbid. I'd say it's probably hyperbolic and a little cynical. Um, No, but historically there's a lot of mirrors and we can all, I mean, you look for them, you're going to find them. So that's the, the concern, the, the anti, the alternative argument to this is you'll look for them, you find them. Mm-hmm. I think the real concern is that this isn't just a singular empire thing. This is broader, everybody. Broader this is that. everyone because right. almost everybody, as I've talked about a second ago, is infected with that X factor. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is just put it away. As you've said and I've said a million times, these things are... It's a curse. They're tools, though. It's a, and no, it's, and a, it's a curse. If you put them down, they're nothing but paperweights. Hey, everyone. This is The Wolf speaking, wrapping up yet another episode of The Wolf and Bull Podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build the Wolf and Bull cult. I mean, uh, the Wolf and Bull family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, bye.